This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is why, this is why, pop culture, politics, friendship, dating, work, parenting, news. This is why, the podcast. Welcome to the This Is Why podcast. I'm journalist, author, and comedy writer, Laura Lane. And I'm author and editor, Angela Sparrow. We are the co-writers of the book, This Is Why You're Single. Every week, we give best friend advice on topics including pop culture, news, friendship, dating, workplace dynamics, parenting, and whatever else is on your mind. This week's episode is called Friendship Struggles. We will be answering your listener questions, including one listener who emailed us with dating woes and another who has advice for another listener that she heard ask a question on the show. Then we're talking about what's in the news including Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Garner's friendship and onions are tainted, so stay away. But first, Angela, what's been going on in your week? What's on your <laughs> we're mind? Co- we're covering such a diverse array of topics this week. I'm so excited. <laughs> we, um, we really are. <laughs> from onions to Jennifer Garner. Uh, so what's going on in my week? I went to a socially distanced birthday party, which was... The pictures were epic. I was so impressed with the setup. I had nothing to do with the planning, but... uh, I was like, this person surely is an event planner in their life. Well, I said, I was like, do you want to plan my socially distanced wedding for me if I'm ever able to have one? Um, she, She had sent me a picture ahead of time of what she was thinking, and it was like off of Pinterest, and it's all these tables spaced out with like little place cards and and like, you know, dried leaves and stuff. And I was like, oh, that's cool, thinking it would be like not even half of that. And she just like totally recreated the Pinterest socially distance, distance party idea. Uh, it was I beautiful. Mean, it was so cute. It was, yeah, there were like these beautiful centerpieces. How did, I have a question. How did you decide like who is at what table? So she did it by household. So like obviously Genius. Ian and I already lived together. So uh, we were at a table together and then we had just two friends that uh, were there that were like solo and they were together, but they were like kind of spaced out at their little table. So it was perfect. It like I appreciate how like smart your friends are being. I went to like a like one of like the mom friends in my mom group was going away and we went to picnic and it all started off very like socially distanced. And then like, I don't know, it's weird. Like people become more comfortable after like an hour or two and then they're getting like closer and closer on your blanket and they like sit down on your blanket. Yes. And like, and I don't want to be like, get the fuck off my blanket, but like, <laughs> like they like sit down at the blanket and then like somebody, some idiot brought like a shared pie. And I was oh, like, no. who bought the fucking shared pie? Like, and then I saw like, people's fingers as they were trying to like get their slice. Like, I don't know. I was like, that was not the smartest thing and after, <laughs> when I left, no. you know? And I was like, whatever, she's moving away. And it was good to see everybody. And I do think everybody is being safe. But then I like compare that picnic where like everyone was like ended up being pretty close together to like your friends with the like <laughs> tables all apart in the backyard for a birthday. I'm like, damn. Well, okay. I need, so some, let me- I need some Angela friends. <laughs> well, here's the thing though. So we did that. And not only that, but we all – we wore our masks the whole time, even though we were outside. And I've oh, my friends like, do not do that. Yeah, and and for the most part, I haven't really like when I get together with people. If we're close, we'll wear the mask. But once we're like but you were sitting at far a apart, table, we'll take them off. You were at a table with just Ian, though. Like, did you really need yeah, to wear a mask when we were at the table sitting and eating? We took it off, obviously, to eat. But like, we were also moving around, like you know, 
socializing with one another. So like we we just left them on. Also her dad, it was at her her parents' house and her dad is recovering from cancer. Oh, so we wow. were so yeah, so he's like immunocompromised. So we were extra crazy cautious. So we just did not take our masks off. And I left and I was like, wow, that was really good. Like we really like took every precaution, but like were we like a little extreme? Like not real. I like I really like I didn't think so. But then what do you mean by later, what do you mean by being like a little extreme? But like we didn't take our masks off at all. And oh. I was like, we probably could have taken them off just, you know, if we were far apart enough because we were outside. But, but so then, but three days later, one of my friends who was at the party goes, guys, uh, I have a fever. <gasps> guys, my throat is really sore. No. And we all flipped the fuck out. Uh, and Did they get I tested? Mean, so um, for me, so I, I uh, luckily I didn't see my family after the party. I came right home. So I wasn't freaked out too much because I was like, okay, if I'm sick, like I'm home, I'm not going anywhere. I'm like quarantining. But my other friend like went to her family after. So she actually went and got tested before the girl that was sick even got tested. Um, And she's still, this is the problem right now with testing. She's still waiting for her results. Like it was supposed to be like uh, 48 hours and it's been like a week. Um, but the That's friend who why was, you should be extra careful. Exactly. So I was like, thank God we took like, cause I really wasn't that worried. Cause I was like, I would be shocked if we caught it because we were so careful. Um, and it turns out happy ending to the story. My friend actually just had strep throat, oh. which like what fucking timing to get right. strep throat. But that was like a good wake up call for me to be like, you it's know what? to be careful. Yeah. yeah because yeah. Yeah, like her getting sick. And if we had not taken all those precautions, I would have been weeping. Right. So, yeah. Just a little scary story. <laughs> well, so my story kind of like ties into that. So I've had a cough for like a week and a half. And oh I know God. I know it's not COVID because like Nick just got tested and we've been like making out. So he just got tested because we're seeing our family. We're like, okay, I think just one person in the household needs to get tested because I like make out with you every day. And Right. I'm actually, I think I'm going to get tested tomorrow. And Ian was like, well, I don't really have to if you're going to. Right. I mean, I like sleep in the bed and we kiss. And I I feel like that's true. So Nick got tested and it was negative. Also, I just got like the antibody testing. I've done like, (laughs) I've been having to like get blood work and I got like the antibody testing like basically like two weeks in a row I was like whatever you're already taking blood can you just like throw in an antibody test and I don't have any antibodies so I was like okay I have I have not developed antibodies in like the last month and or like two weeks apart Nick is negative and then I got the cough I know from Rilo and I brought him into the doctor um and he was like yeah this is just like a cold and so but like if I go to I wear a mask obviously when I'm outside anywhere but I'm a fucking pariah like, I can't yeah. cough outside, Angela. <laughs> like, even though this is, like, a very – like, the doctor has said this is a very innocent – it's just, like, a little cold I have. You know, it's nothing – I don't. it's not even, like, strep throat level. It's not bronchitis level. It's 100% not COVID. Uh, like, I am a fucking pariah. Like, <coughs> like <coughs> that's my cough. <laughs> that's my cough. And, like, like I, I went – we went for, like, a walk with uh, – this weekend – and we like were walking around the farmer's market. I'm like, I just have like literally just have a cold. And I got the cold from my son who the doctor said just had a little cold. Just got the antibody testing negative. I know I'm fine, but I'm wearing the mask. 
the whole time. But like a couple times I get like that tickle in my throat and I just like need to kind of like cough. Like I'm not even coughing up anything. It's just like a tiny tickle. Mm -hmm. Like literally 15 people like stare and look at me. And I'm like, (laughs) and I was like, Nick, we need to leave. We need to leave now. Like I have a, I still have the tickle and I need to cough a lot more. And like, we need to fucking leave now. We need to leave the park now. And so we like hurt and Nick's like, yeah, we do. And we were like going to go. And like, so we like hurried and ran home, even though I just had this little cold, but like I could not be out in public coughing. And honestly, I don't, I want to wear a shirt that's like, I don't have COVID. (laughs) It's just allergies. You need a mask that says allergies. I know. Like, I just have like a little cold that like, it's like a tickle in my throat. I know it's like, I don't have COVID, but I am a pariah out in public. So I've just been like pretty much not going out in public because like, I can't, I can't cough in public and I don't blame. If I saw someone coughing in public, I'd be like that fucking exactly. devil i was gonna say yes yeah, if, if i was at the farmer's market and i heard someone <laughs> coughing if i heard that yeah uh yeah i the like hair on the back of my neck stands up no are you kidding me <laughs> i would literally kill someone i'd be like you're a fucking dick like go be, you need to <laughs> go be home. fucking home you're like so i don't blame people but i like you know want to breathe some fresh air i just wanted to like go on a walk with of my course. family and like i couldn't really do it so um anyways that that was my that was my week. Is I'm I'm a, I'm the pariah of Brooklyn right now. Yeah, uh, it's like being a leper. Pretty we're much, gonna, we're gonna send you to the COVID colony. All right, it is time for us to jump into our mailbox. But first, we're gonna take a quick sponsor break. We'd like to thank our sponsor Squarespace. Turn your cool idea into a new website. Showcase your work, blog, or publish content. Make it yourself. Easily create a website all by yourself. If you can think it, you can dream it, you can make it with Squarespace, which is what we've been doing way before they were a sponsor of our show. We've been big Squarespace stands. Is that what people say now? Oh, look at you, you Zoomer. <laughs> yes. We're Squarespace stands. That that means fans for anybody uh, Gen X and older. <laughs> right. It's just an S in front of it instead of an F. Right. I don't really like know the, why, like, but I know that's what you It's the M and M song. It's the M and M song. Stan, remember Stan? He was a crazy obsessive fan. Oh, so you're a Stan. I think that's it. Interesting. Kind of a dark origin. See, we're learning things. We're learning lingo. We're learning how to build websites. So I used this to have great commercial. I used to have a website, lauralanela.com, and then it was really troublesome because I moved to New York, and I was like, well, I can't have Laura Lane LA, and it all kind of like. It happened around like the perfect point because I was able to get lauralane.com. I was able to start Squarespace. I think I launched with Squarespace like the year that they launched in beta. So I was one of the first to be a Squarespace fan. And now I've created like a million websites since then. Yeah. You've been very loyal. So that just goes to show it is easy and we love it. So basically, if you want to build a Squarespace website, they provide you with beautiful templates created by world-class designers. Um, They have free and secure hosting. There's nothing to patch or upgrade ever. And if you ever get confused, they have 24-7 award-winning customer support to help you out. Check out squarespace.com slash single for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code single to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash single for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code single to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. All right, Angela, what is going on in our mailbox this week? 
Okay. First up, we have a anonymous question from an anonymous listener, and they write, basically, I'm not sure how nice is too nice when dating. I've been hurt a few times, and I don't know if I'm overly paranoid or alert to red flags. I matched with a guy on a dating app almost two weeks ago. I've, Sorry, uh, I'm just going to be coughing the whole <laughs> podcast. I have a cold. It's not COVID. I'm so used to, to Zoom meetings now. I'm like, just, just mute yourself. Just just put yourself on mute. I wish I could. <laughs> I wish I could meet myself, but also I'm not going to have... I'm not going to have Nick go through our whole podcast and try to like edit out my coughs because like that will take him like an hour. So I'm sorry. Just make it, make it a drinking game, guys. But Every like, time Laura coughs, Because we're in a, a global pandemic world right now, like, like listen, this podcast is going to make people skin crawl because they're going to be like hearing somebody <laughs> cough is going to be like, ah. <laughs> we're going to need a trigger warning I know in, the, in the description. Pretty much. Okay. Uh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to keep it together. Okay. All right. So she says, I matched with a guy on a dating app almost two weeks ago. I've moved back to my hometown to work from home, but I was visiting the city he's living in last weekend for two nights and we agreed to meet for dinner. He booked somewhere lovely and I was V excited, but then he canceled because he couldn't get out of work. Canceled about four hours before. He then suggested driving to my hometown midweek to go for dinner in the evening. That's a two hour drive. And I booked a restaurant. You guessed it. He canceled that afternoon because of work. He's a senior member of a surgical team, so I guess he could be telling the truth, and his role is highly specialized. My question is, do I continue investing time into talking to him? We talk for about an hour a day, or just call it quits. He's already suggested coming to visit midweek next week, but uh, he's not available all weekend long. Um, I don't want to waste my time anymore and can't express how fatigued I am at dating BS. I just want to meet someone genuine. Would really appreciate your thoughts. Okay. okay. So don't scroll down any farther because I have an update from her and I don't want I you to see. see it. I don't want you to see it. So don't read it. <laughs> so I already know what happens. I know how the story ends. But I want to know what your advice is without knowing the ending. Okay. We got this guy. All right. He definitely, I mean, first of all, I trust his job is... Uh, Definitely one that would cause someone to cancel last minute. He's got legit reasons as the senior member of a surgical team. Um, I think it's all about how he apologizes if he is like appropriately apologetic because it is a big deal to even if he gave you whatever two hours, four hours uh, notice, it's still shitty. So even though it's not his fault, I think it's. Uh, a good indicator of if he's a good guy or not is how he handles the canceling. And then the other thing I would say is this is definitely going to be his lifestyle moving forward. So like, even if you guys, you know, get together, uh, this is like just probably going to be a relationship. You might not be able to plan that much stuff with him all the time without him canceling. So just, consider if if you're cool with that i'm a little biased because i know how it ends but i would say it's hard because he's on a surgical team and so obviously anything could come up i think angel's advice on that this is going to be his lifestyle for the foreseeable future is just good for you to know and then i don't know it sounds like this is like a jet because you know his job it sounds like these are pretty genuine excuses and hope, you know, it does sound like he's trying, you know, he suggested driving to you. So he is trying to make an effort. Anyways, Angela, why don't you read the update? Okay. But that's a good point though, Laura. That is a big deal that he was willing to drive 
two hours to her hometown. Yeah, he clearly like felt bad that his job makes him, you know, makes this kind of stuff happen. Okay. Update. All right. Hi, ladies. Just wanted to give an update. He's since come to my hometown twice to take me for dinner. Okay. And I'm going up to visit him this weekend. Things are going great. He was genuine after all. Oh, we love a happy ending. I love a happy ending. So I do think that was great that he was like, okay, I'm not going to make this person drive all the way to see me and then cancel and make her turn around because that would be shit. So he was like, okay, I'm going to drive to you. And he did that twice in a row. And then you're going to like see him for the weekend, like the weekend, not just a night. So I I love that. Right. Even, yeah, like she'll uh, presumably stay at his place. It'll be comfy even if he has to run and go operate on somebody. It'd be great. You can like hang out in his bed. Yeah. Sexy. All right. Sexy. sexy. Uh, that, oh, I love, I love having a happy ending. Okay. Next question. Oh, this was actually, so our next thing was from one of our listeners who had listened to our episode about um, finding the right therapist. And one of our listeners, Emily, wrote in um, about how her mom was sick and she wasn't sure how to talk to her friends about it and she didn't think they would understand. And She wasn't even sure if she was going to tell her friends. Right. Um, So this listener had gone through something similar and she wanted to write in with a little advice for Emily, which was so sweet. So this this isn't a question. This is just like... I just thought it, I think sometimes it's nice instead of a question for us to do kind of like updates. And this was, this was like a listener giving advice to a listener and we, and she asked us to forward it along and we did. Yes, we did. did um, which ever, I love. Did Emily ever get right back after you sent her this? By the way? So yes, Emily had told me that she was going to write back to this listener. So for all we know that we could, they could be our first, this is why pen pals. Oh, cute. I want to start a pen pal program for our listeners. So if you guys ever want to reach out to another listener, if something speaks to you, let us know. So here's what she wrote. She said, hi, girls. I was listening to this week's episode. And after listening to Emily's question, I felt like I had to write something because I've been through a similar situation. My mom passed in February after battling cancer for three years. And during that time, I never talked about it to my friends because I didn't think they'd care Because like Emily, at our age, not many people are going through the same stuff. Now I'd say that Emily should 100% talk to her friends. They'll be her support system. These types of emotions shouldn't pile up. Otherwise, they will explode one day. It happened to me when I was drunk and it was embarrassing. Maybe she feels like her friends won't understand or are being insensitive, but she won't know until they talk about it and see how they react. If you could send this email to her, that'd be great. Or just send her all my love and a big COVID free hug and let her know that even though I'm a stranger, I feel her pain. I know what it feels like to see your mom suffer from a disease and not being able to help. I genuinely hope her mom gets better. Super love the rebrand. Hope you girls are staying safe. I love that. That was really, really nice. Really thoughtful. So nice. Um, I know Emily appreciated it because, yeah, like the whole basis of her question was a lot of people her age can't relate to what she was going through. So it's nice hearing from somebody else. Yep. If you ever have advice for our other listeners or if you want your listener questions answered and like you can still send us dating stuff. I do have to say since the rebrand, we've been getting a lot less questions and I want to nip that shit in the butt. I don't know if you like think we don't want your dating questions, but we still want your dating <laughs> questions. We want your friendship questions, your work questions, your roommate questions. I want everything. If anything, I should be getting more questions. 
And I know we're, I know our listenership has not declined. So like, why are you not writing us questions? Send us more questions. I want more to choose from. Um, and you can email us at contact at this is why the podcast.com. Please be concise, a paragraph or less. You can also find all of our contact info on our website at this is why the podcast.com. Next up, we're going to be diving into this week's topic about friendship. But first, we're going to thank our sponsors. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Care Of. Care Of is a wellness brand that makes it easy to maintain your health goals with a customized vitamin plan that helps you feel your best today and supports you long term. I love that they're now a wellness brand because I feel like we started with them back when they were just doing vitamins and they've expanded. And I love that. I love that we've been around to watch them grow as we've grown and they've grown (laughs) with us. And yes, it's great. I just love everything they're about. I love I, you know, I've said before, I like subscriptionizing my life so I don't have to think about anything. And vitamins is one of those things that you don't want to forget to, you don't want to forget about because you don't want to stop taking them. It's hard to figure out what vitamins to take. And it's just so annoying to have a bunch of pill boxes that you have to open up or put in one of those like, you know, day of the week pill boxes, like you're an old grandma if you don't want to be doing it every day. And they solve all of those problems by bringing the vitamins to you, having them in individual individualized packages. It's just great. Yeah, it's really nice once you find a brand that you trust because the same thing with vitamins is also like with like I like that they have the collagen powder that you can put in your smoothies and stuff and makes your hair and your nails all nice. And like I don't know what brand. Honestly, you go to the store and there are so many different brands. So I trust care of. They send it to me. I use it. I'm sure I look beautiful. You can tell as a result from the collagen that I've been using. You're glowing, girlfriend. I'm glowing, right? Uh, so I love it. They're great. Um, care of, they can make taking your vitamins and supporting your health goals attainable. Care of's new line, their skin and hair collection, helps you work on your beauty goals from all angles with a combined uh, a combination of targeted ingredients for hair, skin, and nails. Care-of is super transparent about the research and sourcing behind every one of their products with extensive info available on their website and fun, informative content on their social pages. Uh, if you are not sure what kind of stuff you want to buy from Care-of, you go on their website. Care-of's in-depth five-minute online quiz asks you questions about your diet, your lifestyle, and your health concerns, and they help you address your specific wellness goals. It is interesting you say about trust because you go to the store and I've just heard horror stories. Like you don't know what the hell is actually in the bottle and you do with Care-of because they're very transparent. So for 25% off, each of your first three months of care of, go to takecareof.com slash this is why two five and enter code this is why two five. That's 25% off each of your first three months of care of. Go to takecareof.com slash this is why 25 and enter code this is why 25. This week's topic is friendship struggles. This is a strange time for friendship, especially if you have different groups of friends like I do. So if you're being smart, you have to keep your friendship quarantine circle small and only see a handful of people regularly, even if you're doing it outside and being careful. So I've kept mine small, mostly to people in my building and some people that 
like just really like live in the neighborhood. But because of that, it's so strange. I haven't seen some of a few of my best friends in months. So I'm going to dinner with a friend on Friday. But of course, she just got back from a trip. So now I'm freaking out, wondering if that's smart because we're going to be like sitting across from each other at a table. I'm like, ugh, I like can't win of like not feeling anxiety about this. Um, and then, yeah. And then I did like that picnic with like a big, a big group of like my mom friends. And while we were there, like granted, I like felt a little awkward because it kind of went from from like we were all good on our different blankets to then like people were coming over wanting to catch up and they were like sitting pretty close. And I was like, uh. but then a couple of them were talking about how their babies have been playing and like they kind of have their mini little quarantine circles. And so then I started feeling like quarantine FOMO and I felt like left out and I was like, I want to be in your quarantine circle. But then I was like, but I have my own quarantine circle and it's with like the kids in my building for Rilo. So it's like, you can't win, you know, I'm like, Oh, they, this is this is making me feel uncomfortable, you know. And then, and then I also am like, but I want to be a part of it. Can you invite me? But then I don't want to be invited. It's like it's it's just awkward. It's really hard. It's a hard time right now with friendship, right? Well, I think it's also probably really hard, like ha- navigating that with kids because, like, you and another adult, you you can like maintain distance and but like you don't know like the kids have no boundaries like they're just gonna run up and like touch each other or whatever so yeah that adds a whole other level it totally does it's kind of weird because Bryla's at this interesting age where he will get close to other kids and he's like you know he just turned two so and the cdc says kids can start wearing a mask at two and some airlines say they have to at two but like weirdly our doctor said not till three so I don't know. I'm I'm like trying to like start teaching about a mask, but like it's just hard for a two year old. Yeah. Luckily, like they still kind of they like to play with each other, but he still mostly likes being around other kids. But he does what they call like parallel play. So oh he yeah, kind of likes to like do his own thing. But yeah, they'll still like grab a truck from each other and like touch each other's stuff. So yeah, it is. It's hard. Yeah, it's like well, I guess it's just like not just having to worry about yourself. And how you're navigating it because you're like his his uh, conscience whatever right. right now. Yeah. Um, so that seems hard. I definitely um, – I feel like I have my main crew that I see and I just haven't seen like sort of the second tier friends who I miss but like are not essential for me to see. So I'm really only interacting with one main group of friends right now. So I, I guess I'm like – it's good that I don't have to navigate that stuff. Yeah. yeah it's funny because like you're one of my best friends, but we don't really hang. Am I your second tier? <laughs> no, you're a whole – I mean, you're in a tier of your own oh, because you're okay. the only person I have a podcast with. Oh, okay, okay. You're, the, you're my it's, only it's, it's funny because I'm not – I'm not like your friend group is like different. You know, it's it's like I don't – I've hung out with them a couple times and I like love your friends and I think they're all like really smart and witty. But I've never like hung out one on one with your friends, and that would be super weird if I ever tried to do that. <laughs> they're just like they're not. It's not my friend group. Where it'd be like right. I have my friend group, and like you're not gonna like go out with them. So it's like, it's like I'm not actually in your quarantine crew, you know? Because right. I'm not. Kinda, I'm not in your friend circle. That's the thing. You have to be strategic about your crew because it's like who can I net? How can I like net as many people at once as possible? Exactly. Like it's like, really know each other. It's really hard for me because I have lots of different friends. I have like my mom group and then I have my like pre-mom bestie group of like girlfriends. And then there's like 
the neighbors that I've become really friends. Like a lot of, it's like I live in a big building. So I don't know. I have like lots of little groups, lots of groups. It's hard. Yeah. It's also funny. I try not ha- to have a double standard with when it comes to my friends versus Ian's friends. Cause it's like, for whatever reason I get just cause I guess I'm in constant contact with my friends. I know what they're up to. I know what they're doing. So like, I feel comfortable seeing them. And then we see Ian's friends and I'm like, are you sure? Are you sure about yeah, yeah, this? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he's like, what the fuck? We just saw all your friends. There's that okay? coughing. Oh no, I'm not. It's like a tickle. <laughs> People are going to be like, so- that bitch does have COVID. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I definitely it's from don't. seeing all those friends. <laughs> oh my god! No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have it that quick. I was literally yesterday. Um, okay. Anyways, all of this kind of reminded me <clears throat> of this New York Times article that I read that was all about low stakes friendship. Angela, why don't you tell people about this article that impacted me? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I will speak for Laura because she can't. I do feel bad. I, I can tell that you're trying so hard to not cough. <laughs> and you have like that, like, just took a toke on a joint voice. <laughs> We're going to have to just re-record this whole episode. <laughs> if we don't, guys, it's just because we're lazy. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, okay, so this New York Times article by And we're not Alan re-recording Bolt. it, by the way. We're not re-recording <laughs> We might ed- just imagine so the coughs that you're hearing. Think about all the coughs that we edited out. <laughs> yeah. Which were none because I'm not A lot of coughs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. It's uh, why you need a network of low-stakes casual friendships, which is interesting because I feel like the low-stakes casual friendships are the ones that I have definitely lost right now. Um, but they can be the most meaningful in people's lives. They, and I miss them. I definitely, I feel like the absence of those relationships in my life right now. Um, but like low stakes friendships are things you're not even thinking about. It can be like your favorite bartender, like yeah. a barista at your coffee shop. Like if you have kids, like the parents you see at the drop off line in school, the dog owners, the dog park. And they say like these connections can offer job prospects. They can have a positive impact on our well being. They can help us feel more connected to other social groups. And they, um, and, and they can, help us be more empathetic and make us feel less lonely. And so the, a 2014 study found that the more weak ties a person has, like a neighbor, barista, all these type of, like a fellow member of a yoga class, the happier people feel. So instead of like considering these minor brushes of socialization, like throwaway interactions, you should try to like cultivate these low stake relationships because they can make you feel better. And like, you never know, in like a kind of selfish way, you don't know like what they might offer you. So if you see people, even even in these like COVID times, you know, if it's, I don't know, like maybe maybe it's your mailman. Maybe it's like, maybe you have a doorman. Maybe you, you've still been like going to get a coffee at like, you know, at those like outdoor little coffee shops and you see the barista, like chat them up for like a quick little minute because those little chat ups with strangers will increase the satisfaction in your life. Do you notice that, Angela? Well, I feel like I I miss that because like I now when I go somewhere, I just want to be in and out really quickly. And plus wearing a mask, it's really hard to like even just smile at someone, you know, or like yeah, they can't like tell you try smiling. and ask them. And also like you have the mask, you have like the partition at a lot of places. So like 
you can't hear anything. Like trying to make small talk is just like no, it's true. And also, people really right hard. now are kind of like stranger danger a little bit. Like, yes, I definitely have it, and I don't. And I also don't want to like. I have it with other people, and I wouldn't want to like start chatting with somebody else and have them be like, "Bitch, get away from me." So. No, keep keep your distance. Be respectful. Keep the mask on. But like, if it's somebody that you already have to have a conversation with, like you're checking yeah. out at the grocery line, like you know, compliment them on like what, whatever their eyeshadow and like these little yes. tiny, these little tiny interactions might make the you top happier. half of their face. Yeah. Everybody, I feel like I've heard more than once people say, I really just miss like that girl in the, in the bathroom at the bar that comes up to you and like compliments you, Yeah, I know. <laughs> which is like <laughs> a great that. example of like the low stakes friendship, I think. Um, and I, I miss that too. Like the camaraderie of a woman's restroom. Absolutely. All right, now it is time for what's in the news. Angela, what have you been reading in the news? Well, according to Elle magazine, Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Garner went to the beach together. And everyone's freaking the fuck out, even though they're just (laughs) supposedly just hanging. But you can't do that in Hollywood. Everyone should know better. Well, I think everybody, including myself, I will be honest, is very invested in Jennifer Gardner's happiness because she is a ray of sunshine. Uh, I follow her on Instagram. I really love her. And I love her ben- too. I love her Once Upon a Farm packets for kids. Oh, I don't know about that. They're like these organic edible packets that need to be refrigerated and they're like the healthiest ones on the market. So I love Jennifer like- Gardner's like, you know, like those little packets that look like Space food. Yes. Yeah, she has some. She has a brand. What what an entrepreneur. Um, And, you know, Ben Affleck really did her dirty. He is the worst. So Although I love his girlfriend. I love his new girlfriend. I'm like all about them. I love all the photos of them. Clearly, like, they tipped off the paparazzi to come take photos of them, like, going to Dunkin' Donuts. Um, They go to Dunkin' Donuts, like, every day, too. Because Ben's from Boston, and they love Dunkin' Donuts in Boston. He is... Such a stereotype, but I love it. And yeah. I love like in those photos, you can see like the line of like just sugar, how much sugar he's put in those drinks. Um, <laughs> opposite of Jennifer Gardner making these like healthy little snacks for children now. But um, so yeah, I I want Jennifer Gardner to be happy. Um, her happiness is very important to me. I had no idea though that she did have a boyfriend. She was dating a CEO for Cali Group. I don't even know John what that Miller. Is. Did not don't know what that is, did not know that he existed, but apparently they were together for two years. Um, and then a source told Us Weekly that um, they quietly ended their relationship because he was ready for marriage and she couldn't commit. And they parted on amicable terms and now she's at the beach with Bradley Cooper. He looks like like um, Michael Vartan. Do you remember Michael Vartan? Wasn't he on? Was he on Alias? No. Was that the Jennifer Garner? Was I don't he? remember what he is. Was he in. was her co-star. I believe he was her oh, co-star. Okay. Well, her ex-boyfriend looks just like Michael Vartan. Okay. Well, clearly this type just to of- give you a picture. And and honestly, Michael Vartan and Bradley Cooper sort of have. I mean, Bradley Cooper is much better looking, but they're all sort of in the same vein of blonde California man. Right. Right. Um, right. Right. But which very different from Ben Affleck. So she's she's going a different direction. But I don't know. People say or like sources say that they're just friends. Um, 
they were, I guess he was on Alias also, had no idea, but they were co-stars at one point and uh, he, he has a daughter, she has kids. So they were just like hanging at the beach, nothing romantic, but I kind of, I would be down for that couple. I feel like he might be a little bit of a fuck boy. Yeah, so I know. I'm like, he's a I little bit of a but, troublemaker. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, but I could be open to it. Yeah, I know. I, I also be open really, to the idea. I also really want it to happen. Yeah. Uh, just keep Lady Gaga away because. Oh, yeah. She's a. She's well, I, they had chemistry. And allegedly. I, I, they, I could feel it. I felt it. It was palpable. And then he broke up with his uh, baby mama. So what I'm here to talk about is very different than that, Angie Pie. I'm here to talk oh. about onions. Which I hate. So by the time this is out, this outbreak will hopefully probably be over. But whatever. I've picked the story anyways. So <laughs> there's been a salmonella outbreak. By the time this airs, this will not help you. Because if you have already eaten onions, you're screwed. Sorry. But they've been but linked if, to... But if you didn't feel well about a month or so ago, a few yeah. weeks ago, that's why. This is why. There's been a salmonella outbreak linked to red onions, and it has expanded to 43 states, which is so many. So almost a thousand people have fallen ill. Um, I picked this story because I have a close friend who hates onions so much. And every time we've gone out to eat or like done an outdoor picnic and ordered food, she makes a big deal about like, there's no onions on that, right? And like no onions, no um, onions. Is it is it me? Am I the close friend? Because that's me. <laughs> oh really? No, you're not. But okay, all right. I didn't even know this about you, but this is great because the reason I wanted to talk about this was I wanted your opinion. Was so not only can she not eat the onions, and does she make a big deal about no onions can be on anything? She won't let her husband eat onions either. And so if he forgets to also say like no onions, she goes, she goes, and you can't have onions on your food, and she makes <laughs> him not eat onions. So I'm curious your thoughts for someone that doesn't eat onions. Do you let Ian eat what he wants? Do I let him? Unfortunately, I don't have that power because if I did, I would absolutely exert it because I think onions are disgusting. Uh, And when Ian eats them, I think he'd be okay with me talking about this. He just like, it radiates out of his pores. It is disgusting. He like smells like an onion. Oh, really? See, it's I always really gross. thought she was crazy because she's like, you smell like onions. It's disgusting. Like if you eat <laughs> onions, like I can't be around you. And I was like, you're insane. Because like I like Nick will eat like a like a very oniony hamburger or whatever. And I don't eat meat. But I tonight had like onions on my salmon burger and I don't think I smell like onions, but I had like a big chunk of onion on my on my like little salmon sandwich. And well, luckily we're recording remotely, so I can't smell I you. I don't think I would but- smell like onions. I think y'all are crazy. Um, there have been times when Ian has uh, eaten something with onions and then like brushed his teeth and everything and we were laying in bed and I'm laying there and I'm like, we need to take the garbage out. I can smell the garbage. It smells like garbage. And Ian's like, it's me. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, yeah. well, I guess hopefully this like maybe this salmonella outbreak will save a lot of, a lot of women, relationships, a lot of yeah. relationships from uh, a, a lot, maybe a lot of babies will be born because of this outbreak because women will want to be making out with their, their otherwise smelly boo yeah i'm i'm thrilled please no onions i'd be thrilled great 
Um, well, guys, that's it for this week's podcast. I'm so sorry about my coughing break. I hope you were able to listen and get through this episode. It was a struggle for me as well. So I, don't I hope you feel better, Laura. Thanks. I If you didn't get this far, I don't blame you. But um, <laughs> check out our book, This Is Why You're Single, in my book, Cinderella and the Glass Ceiling and Other Feminist Fairy Tales. They're available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and your local indie bookstore. And yeah, thanks for listening if you made it this far. Yeah, and uh, as a little reward for yourself, you can get hooked up with discounts from all of our sponsors. For a full list of sponsors and the codes, check out our podcast page on thisiswhythepodcast.com. We are also on social, so you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at thisiswhypodcast. Please like and subscribe on iTunes and comment on iTunes. That's always great. And thank you for listening. Tune in next week for a whole new show. Bye. Bye. This is why, this is why Pop culture, politics, friendship, dating, work, parenting, news This is why The podcast That was a HeadGum podcast <laughs>